the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, everyone, to Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Tony Mendez sitting in for Rob Black. He is out today, and uh, we're going to do what we do that we've been doing for a while on Fridays, and we're going to talk a little bit real estate and mortgages. It is a big topic right now as interest rates have been dropping 10-year yield today. I think last I looked was at 1.71. That's kind of the underlying um, index behind mortgage rates, and People like hearing about mortgage rates. They like hearing them go lower, even though it's pushing home prices up a little bit higher. It is giving affordability a little boost that everybody's been needed for needing for a long time. It's also about refinancing and managing your mortgages. Um, so we're going to get that part of the show. Through. We're going to dedicate the show to this kind of topic. You can call the show at 800-516-1220, 800-516-1220. And you can email the show if you want and get a live question on the air. Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. Of course, RobBlack.com is your main uh, website. Joining us today will be Gordon Hines. He sits in with me on the Thursday night show that we do the Real Estate Report. Gordon, welcome into the show. Welcome. Thank you, Mr. Tony, and thank you, Mr. Black, yes. for allowing us to sit in and pinch hit for you while you're out doing something else. Today is Mortgage Friday, of course. Tony just mentioned, gave you a tease of what we're going to talk about. Rates, rates, rates. Everybody's excited about rates. Everybody likes when things are going down. I don't care what it is. Once things I don't like it when the stock market goes down. Well, well that's you're not everybody, right? You're different. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt. But rates are a, a key fact of our life. We always talk on our show every Thursday that the biggest investment the average human being is going to make is in the mortgage, which is tied to home ownership and those type of things. So when rates start to go down, the people start to get excited. The market gets really, really busy. And we ourselves, since we are mortgage professionals, we benefited from it. So we love when rates go down. And we do. And they're going down kind of like Trump's um, you know, popularity rating. So they're near three. Yeah, thank you. They're near three-year lows, um, and this is really the third week. That This is the biggest of the movements that we've seen over the last three weeks. Um, and if you were to look at a chart, we're not really that far off of six-year lows on interest rates. The Framac Weekly Survey has the 30-year fixed at 3.6%, and the 15-year at 3.05%, and the five-year arm at 3.36%. All great numbers. They give a lot of opportunities for people to refinance. Black Knight, they, did, they do what they call a mortgage monitor. And they estimated with last week's numbers that the refi- refinanceable population at 8.2 million. That was in June, in fact. But at the end of July, as we see the rates dropped below 3.75%, they reran the numbers and X up to 9.7 million who could benefit from refinancing. That's just the people who could benefit from refinancing. So it is out there to see, at least that part of the industry.
industry as far as um, as opposed to buying, where people can save some money. Well, that's an incredible stat. If 8.2 million people can benefit from a change in the interest rate marketplace, that's I guess that's supposed to stimulate the economy, give people more disposable income to spend, which keeps the economy going. Uh, this morning on, on my way in, I heard that the, the president is, is upset about the strong dollar. The strong dollar is hurting his economic benefit as far as the economy is concerned, and he would like the Fed to drop rates 1%. What do you think that would do for the retail market, the Fed? Down? Not a half. That We've typically been dropping a quarter. That's about the most. A half is about the most I've ever seen it done since I've been in business. I've been in business over 20 years. But if the Fed were to drop rates by 1%, what would that do to the retail rates that we're looking at now for the standard 30-year fix? Do you know? I, I think it would imp- improve them again. Even the, the recent rates drops that we've been seeing, they estimate that would save, on average, Again, this is on average, United States, $267 per month. That's just the drop from what we saw earlier in the year. So 8.2, or sorry, 9.7 million homeowners could benefit from $267 a month. That would put $2.6 billion of discretionary income back into the economy every month. Wow. Every month. So, yeah, I think that you, you have a lower interest rate. You can... We're talking about the the Fed's Fed's fund rate, and that will trickle into prime. That prime rate will determine things like equity line payments, car car rates, credit card rates, and that will help overall the economy. So we have two things working. You have Trump, you know, working to push the Fed to push the rates down, and then we have the mortgage rates that are kind of following the ten year Treasury, which right now or the ten year yields, which are kind of being reflected right now with the markets, the, the the tariffs that's going on with China. So right now. It's almost a perfect storm. We just have a little bit of trouble in the stock market. Right now, the stock market's down a little bit. Uh, it's down 204 on the Dow. The Nasdaq's down 92, and the S&P is down 24. So, it, you know, we're, there, it's going to be a little bit of volatility until we figure out what's going on with China. But meanwhile, the benefit here is interest rates. And, Gordon, you have to admit that there's there's refinance opportunities out there. We have several emails we that we brought up last night on the show uh, from people who are asking a variety of t- different kinds of questions everything from credit you know what can uh, my credit score if my credit score goes up how does that help me refinance even if my rate i'm sorry if i don't have much more equity um and there's uh, renter scenarios. These are some scenarios that we would want to talk about today on the show, and a couple other changes that that maybe you are, don't listen to our show and that you haven't heard of in the news that pertain to you know you as a homeowner or a home buyer that may affect you down the road as far as like debt ratios. There's a patch that's going to be uh, expiring soon, and in fact, the uh, and then there's some decreases in FHA and VA cash out limits. So there's some things we're going to talk about on the show, and I'm I'm pretty excited. So what do you want to start with first? Well, I mean, we're going to talk race because I think that's the most important thing right now. When race go down, the phone starts ringing. Our, our phones have been busy as bumblebees, to use the old cliche, ever since the Fed start making announcements. A lot of times, as people don't realize that the market already builds build these drops in. So we kind of know what's going to happen before the Fed makes the announcement. When you hear the market drop rates and people are calling, well, that's what the rate was yesterday. I said, well, because the market already anticipated that rates were going to drop, so they already adjusted the 
the market, the street market rates. So a lot of times you don't see that initial influx, but over a long period of time, you will see those actual rates come down. As rates come down, affordability is what's important, especially here in this high-cost area in California we live in. Affordability is a big factor. Most people can't buy because of affordability, but rates do allow to that. And the programs that we always talk in our in our industry or on our show, we always talk about rates are great, but programs are even more important. As you're going to mention, some of the programs that does are affected by rates and what people can and can't do in today's marketplace as they try to become homeowners or maintain their house or, or buy up. Yeah, and it's it's for what we call it. We look at things like affordability and what they call accessibility. Affordability, yeah, you know, that's all comes down to your ratios. I mean, we we could all talk about San Francisco. Like twelve percent of the, you know, the average median income can buy the median income, the median priced home with twenty percent down, and, and and then we can go out to the east. The whole Bay Area is like twenty two percent, and you could look at numbers like access affordability, uh, but there's also called accessibility or availability. Um, and that's actually increasing, um, which is good news. And the jumbo loans, and, and people here in the Bay Area would appreciate this, the jumbo loan uh, um, availability index is, is increasing, which means that jumbo lenders are really opening their doors and dropping their rates for people who are looking for those big 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 number loans. And when you say jumbo, you mean? I mean anything that exceeds the conforming Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac limits, which I believe in the Bay Area is 726000 So if you're looking for a loan that's higher than that, good news that jumbos are really stepping it up. You need good credit scores with jumbos. Um, you, they like equity, but you don't have to have it. Jumbos go up to with 10% equity. You can buy a house with 10% down on a jumbo loan with a good credit score. Um, you just need to make the money. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm Tony Mendes sitting in for Rob Black. Rob Black is out today. Uh, Gordon Hines is sitting in with me as well. You can always email the show, Tony at BarryLoanSource.com, or call the show. We are live, 800-516-1220. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Welcome back in to Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Tony Mendez sitting in for Mr. Black. He is out today. And we're going to do our best to continue the show, continue the theme of uh, Real Estate Friday um, that Rob and I have been doing for quite a few years. Um, and I know you, you, many of you have heard us um, on Thursday night shows on the Real Estate Report, same station at 6 o'clock. Um, joining me is my co-host, Gordon Hines. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being with us and joining us here at 8 o'clock in the morning. And um, and we are live. You can call the show 800-516-1220. Keep it kind of real estate-oriented if you do call 800-516-1220, or you can email the show, which would be directly to me, Tony, at com, which is also our website, com. We appreciate all of you listening and putting up with a little bit of real estate today. But it's, it's a big topic right now because interest rates are dropping, and we... We pay attention to this because, you know, we talk about affordability. That's increasing. Um, we talk about accessibility where we're looking at jumbo lenders and everybody in the Bay Area likes hearing that jumbo lenders are opening their doors to um, a little bit more products and a little easing some of their guidelines. And and we also talk about um, access. We talked about accessibility and and then home prices. Home prices can benefit from this. Refinances. We know we just talked about how Black Knight. Their study says that 9.7 million homeowners can refinance, or what they call a refinanceable. It's not a word, but that's what they call it. And 
saving about $2.6 billion a month if they were all to refinance. And low interest rates give that opportunity. Some of the scenarios that we run into um, when we see low interest rates like this are renters. Uh, not I'm sorry, not renters, but landlords. Landlords looking to uh, you know kind of manage their their portfolio. It could be one property or it could be 10 properties. And these kind of low rates give the opportunities for these landlords to do it. Gordon, you've been a landlord for many years and you own several properties. Um, you have to look at this as an opportunity to go, you know, I want to shorten my term or I want to extend my term, but I have options now because I, I maybe I want to pay that property off sooner and change from a, a you know, the 30 year into a 15 year or go from maybe you've been in it for 10 years and you want to extend it back out for 30 years so you can get a better cash flow, lower payment, better cash flow. These are some of the things that we advise people. And what would you advise these people that own properties in this kind of environment right now? Well, I always look at, I've been doing this for a long time, and I've been looking at rates over a long period of time as a consumer and as a professional. Uh, rates are definitely synonymous with home values. I, I, I think we can make it definitely a correlation. If rates was to go up to 10%, you'd see home values start to slice probably close to 10% because there have to be a balance between the two because a rate is used to obtain a property. Most, most 90% of most sales are done with some type of loan, so type of loan is tied to a rate. Uh, as a, as a property owner, as many property owners that are out there listening, when rates come down, I think you get an opportunity to kind of reload. In other words, sometimes I tell clients, some, a lot of our clients are looking to go from long-term financing, let's say 30-year fixes, into 15 or even 20-year fixes. And sometimes some people are looking to get out of a, a, a short term and go into a long term because they're looking to get more cash flow. I've seen people refinance out of 15-year loans into 30-year loans because they want to take maximum cash and kind of keep the, the, the balance between the income coming in, the expense going out to be the same. So a lot of different things you can do with those rates. That's why it's so important important to our business. The long-term profitability of our business is definitely tied to rates. And as rates go down, I think the market does have different opportunities for different investors to maintain and balance their portfolio. You think it's also a good time to start thinking about leveraging property, rental properties, to buy more properties. We we talked to a client the other day who owned a property, a million-dollar rental property free and clear. He's getting decent rents on it, but he also has two other rental properties that have mortgages on it, but a lot less equity in it. Let's just talk about percentage. He has 20 or 25% equity in each of those. Um, would you consider maybe you know, reorganizing the debt on the properties, looking at some of the tax advantages of maybe pushing some of the, equ- the, the debt onto that free and clear property and then paying less taxes on that and kind of moving it around a little bit? But uh, my whole philosophy behind this is that these low interest rates are the opportunity for us to do that. Is that so you might not just be um, leveraging the property to help pay down some of the other the debt on those other two properties, but you might actually be looking to buy more properties. Would you take this as an opportunity to look at properties that have a lot of equity? And we're talking about landlords and investment properties to go out and cash out a little bit and then buy another property. I, I've seen uh, because you get to lock in that. Not only you're locking the price, you're locking in that rate. Well, a lot of landlords do do that. A lot of I see a lot of investors do the same. I've seen investors actually take cash out of one property and pay off one or two more. Properties. 
properties because the, the cost of money tied to real estate is the cheapest money you're actually going to get. Borrowing money in your home or an investment property, you're not going to get anything long-term financing for a rate between, let's say, 35 and 4.5%, which is incredible leverage and incredible profitability over a long term as, as tenants come in and the rents go up over years and you have the low fixed rate. So you have a fixed expense and you have an improved in income and that's what leads to these properties being profitable. So these rates are great. I think a lot of people have to take the opportunity to kind of look at your portfolio. One of the things that we always stress in our show is always talk to the professional. There's a lot of things you can do yourself, but sometimes another eye, another error, something, another thought process can Second really opinion. make, make yeah. things work well for you and it's what we do here and that's why we all stress talk to the professional. Don't try to be this do-it-yourself guy like most people think they can simply because the the net or the internet, I should say. Yeah, so I I, uh, I, I did something very similar with reorganizing the debt on my properties over a longer period of time, not not just immediately, which I think a lot of people should at least look at. And I went from a 30-year to a 20 to a 15 on one of my properties, but I'm re-extending on another property to a 30-year because I don't think it's going to pay off by the time that I get to retirement age, but the other property will. So, um, again, these interest rates do offer the opportunities out there. And it's worth mentioning that the 20-year fixed, which a lot of people strayed away from, it's in fact, they don't even advertise it, is very closely priced to the 15-year right now. I've been pricing this out over the last couple of days, and it's it's something that's worth noting that if you can't get to the 15-year and you don't like those payments, the 20-year... You know, obviously the payments are a little bit lower, but the rate is almost what it is on the 15 year. Worth noting that if you want any kind of quotes or anything like that, you can always email us Tony at com or Gordon at com. Again, I'm Tony Meadows sitting in for Rob Black. This is Rob Black and Your Money. You can always call the show 800 516 1220. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about interest rates. I have a couple stupid facts that I want to get off my chest as well. We'll be right back here on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Tony Meadows sitting in for Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back into Rob Black and Your Money. If my voice sounds different, it's because I'm not Rob Black. I'm Tony Mendez sitting in for Rob Black. He is out today. And we're doing a little bit of Real Estate Friday that we've been doing for the last several years. And um, if you have any questions, you can call the show at 800-516-1220, 800-516-1220, and keep them real estate related if you can. A little bit of stock market news. S&P is down 1.1%. Dow is down 0.94%. NASDAQ is down one and 0.45%. But the 10-year yield is down as well. That's down at 1.7%. That is kind of the benchmark or underlying index behind the mortgage rates. And we've seen mortgage rates drop very much like Trump's rating and over the last several weeks. And it well, actually, Trump's has been dropping ever since he's been in the office. But... Um, Freddie Mac weekly survey has the 30-year fixed at 3.6%, the 15-year at 3.05%, and the 5-year arm at 3.36%. All great rates. Um, refinance activity is increasing. Uh, purchase affordability is improving. And we like hearing these numbers. It is a healthy, healthy market, um, whether you're in the Bay Area, whether you're in you know, Richmond, 
Virginia or Richmond, California, doesn't matter where you are. It is booming um, and it's giving a lot of opportunities to people save money. One of the things that we talk about all the time when it pertains to getting a mortgage or getting any real estate is credit and your credit score. Um, this was an email that we got yesterday that we did on our show. We do a show it's called The Real Estate Report on Thursday night. Same station at 6 p.m. on Thursday nights. And this was from Manny in, in Richmond. Uh, if my credit score goes up enough, can I refinance into a lower rate? I have about 20% equity. And what he's talking about here is, let's say maybe he bought his property a year ago or refinanced a year ago, but he's improved his credit score. So he got a credit a, a rate that was based on his credit score a year ago. Now his credit score is improved and, and rates have dropped. So he can probably have that lower credit score and still improve his rate. Now he has a better credit score and rates have improved. So this is kind of a double benefit for uh, somebody like Manny or anybody out there who's improved their credit. But that is a really important part of the whole scenario that... Um, what we talk about is, let's say you make some good, make good money and you want to get into a property or you want to refinance or you have to get some cash out and you use an alternative product. You could have used FHA. You could have used uh, what they call a non-qualified mortgage loan. You could have used a private money. Your exit strategy over the next six months, year, two years, three years is to improve your credit, improve your financial situation. And it could have been a self. You could have done it because you were self-employed. You didn't. You wrote off too much. You didn't have enough of that net income to qualify and you had to use one of these products, but you always wanted that exit strategy. And credit score improvement will put you into those prime products like Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, uh, conventional conforming loans, and then your jumbo products, which require those higher credit scores. So yes, Manny, you when you improve your credit score, there can be a difference. Uh, the difference between a 640 score and a 740 score is uh, easily one point in, in rate, and even more if you're doing cash out or it's like a duplex or if it's a rental property. On average, the um, there was a study that was done that says that if your credit score was 620 to 639 or below 640, you would spend on a medium-priced home with 20% down $259,000 in interest. But if your score was over 760, you'd only spend $169,000 in interest. That's $89,000 in interest for the same dollar amount borrowed. So, Gordon, I mean, you see this all the time where, where, where people either... They, uh, most people we see, they, they're going in the correct direction as far as their credit score. Um, and you see this all the time and how it benefits people. Well, you know, I believe there's a formula for success and there's a formula for failure. I think the mortgage business is, is, is very formalized. Uh, ever since the, the Dodd-Frank went into place, I think back in 2010, the market has done a lot of changes. If you go, just, if you just look at the emphasis on credit score, meaning what is your credit score, what's the benchmark, that's the score we use to compare what different rates are. There are certain products that aren't available even at a 700 credit score. There's certain products that the, the qualifying, regardless of how much money you make, regardless of the amount of equity you have in your property, if you don't have a 720 score, I can't even offer you that product. The market has gone to what we call risk-based pricing, and part of the risk-based pricing is a credit score. People with higher credit scores tend to have less volatility, make the payments on time. People do a lot of statistics on these, and that's why credit score is so important. Anytime you're looking to do anything in life, we always important. It's very important to maintain your credit score. Yeah, and, and, and these tight guidelines, and we, we, we want 
wanted to talk a little bit about some of the changes that are coming up over the next uh, 30 days and some of the changes that are coming up over the next couple of years that people should pay attention to. Create a really strong ownership pool. These, and not only that, it's the reason we get these low rates. Why do they offer 5 6 7% rates on non-qualified mortgages? That's because you're straying away from those you know those higher credit scores and better equities positions, uh, better income positions and so so Getting into that prime territory is the most, what I believe is the most important part. That's that that strategy for success, Gordon, is to get your credit score where you need it to be. Um, but I do, on that note, I do want to talk about those two changes that are coming up. One of them is FHA and VA are reducing their cash out, not limits, but their percentage of the value of your home. They, right now, you can borrow up to 85% and take cash out up to 85% with FHA. And VA, you can go to 90 Five percent, and that's being reduced. So VA is being reduced down to ninety percent, and FHA is being reduced down to eighty percent. And that starts on September first. So you have to not only originate, but you have to pull the case number on these before that date in order to get the higher values. Worth noting, uh, one of the other changes that's coming up as well is there's a patch. So we talk about affordability all the time. Great, low interest rates are dropping, affordability is increasing. You can Dodd Frank came out and they said, okay, we want the ability to repay the loan. We want your debt ratio not to go exceed 43%, but Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac put in a patch that allows you to go up to 50%. That is a temporary patch and is expected to be uh, taken away in 2021, the beginning of. So we have less than two years where it's going to revert back to the 43% unless that gets um, reinitiated. Yeah, over time, you know, the rules and guidelines do change. Uh, the economic atmosphere has a lot to do with what actually goes into place. There are things that are slated. To, if uh, Dodd-Frank had put a lot of things that were slated to go into place over a time frame, rather than institution, broad industry standards, changes in one swoop. They did it every year. They add something to it. But as the market functions and there's fluctuations in the economy, everything, some of these things that are slated probably will not go into place. But that's just part of what the overall market does. Uh, when he said earlier, FHA is going from 85% cash out to 80%. That's standard Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. That's what they've been doing all of the years is 80% maximum cash out. So these things are, FHA is aligning themselves now with the conventional guidelines simply because FHA probably wants to pull out of the amount of exposure they have in the marketplace. Yeah, it's just it's about reducing the risk and improving the, the quality of their paper. And that improves the interest rates because you can continue having less defaults and sell that at lower interest rates. And that gets trickled down to you as a consumer. So tight guidelines equals low interest rates. People should be happy with the tight guidelines. Work with the system and it will pay you back in that way. We like that. And we and but at the same time the 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 um what do I want to say? I want to say that getting loans have actually gotten easier because the lenders have really stepped up the, the way that they originate loans. So it, it's they're not just making it harder to get a loan and hard to actually process the loan. So with that said, anyways, you can call the show 800-516-1220, 800-516-1220. Again, this is Tony Mendez sitting in for Rob Black. He is out today. You can call the show 800-516-1220 or email the show, Tony at com. That is uh, temporary, of course, because I mean, not be here next week. Uh, Brianna in Brentwood sent us an email, and she has a um, one of the 
benefits, I believe, when you see lower interest rates is people get very confident. In fact, our uh, purchase confidence level has just gone up significantly, and I have that stat somewhere. Um, and people put less money down on a house, and they end up with mortgage insurance. One of the, th- the refinance strategies that people do is to remove that mortgage insurance. Gordon, you see this all the time. You've done it. You used to be what they call FHA Eagle. You've done a lot of FHA um, products. You're an expert at it. And then, but the exit strategy is to always get rid of that mortgage insurance, lower interest rates, and use or using something called lender paid mortgage insurance. When rates drop, can help you save a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, as, as time go on, there are different opportunities that come in the marketplace. Uh, the lowest, one, the lowest, the, the lowest, the only true hundred uh, percent down payment product on the market is actually VA. or zero percent down right. or zero percent yeah. down. Uh, FHA does a lot for three and a half percent down. Sometimes, a lot of times, people the hardest thing to save in a high cost market is coming up with savings because there's so much expenditures that that's actually going out. So savings, we already low on savings in America, so it's hard to do in even a high cost market. So FHA allows you getting with three and a half percent down is a mortgage to the standard mortgage you pay over the life of the loan. But as time go on and you build more and more equity, sometimes we do a lot of refinancing out of the FHA product into a conventional product, even though they still have mortgage insurance, but the premiums are a lot lower than what the FHA standard is. So you just kind of use these products once again to manage your mortgage, because once again, the biggest investment you do make is in a home or a rental property. So it's very, very important to kind of pay attention to triggers, talk to the professional. That's why I'm going to press. Just don't talk to Uncle Bob or I'm glad we talk about our show's cousin Vinny, because everybody always have an opinion. So it's very, very important to kind of listen to professionals and kind of adhere to what you do so you can benefit from what the changes in the economy. Yeah, so that that uh, that lender-paid mortgage insurance product, and I, I don't think it's stressed enough in the industry. It, it replaces mortgage insurance, but yeah, your rate's a little bit higher, but again, when low interest rate environments come around, those lender-paid mortgage insurance, which Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac go up to 90%, so you can have 10% equity in your house and remove your mortgage insurance. As long as you have a good enough credit score and you qualify, you can take advantage of those the lower interest rates and try to remove that mortgage insurance. Something that, again, it's all about managing your mortgage. Again, I'm Tony Mendes sitting in for Rob Black, Gordon Hines from the Real Estate Report on Thursday nights. He's joining us today. You can call the show, 800-516-1220, 800-516-1220. Rob will be back next week, probably, Monday. But you can always email the show, Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com temporarily. You get your calls on the air, 800-516-1220. Be right back. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Welcome back to Rob Black and Your Money. Rob is out today. I'm Tony Mendez sitting in for Rob. Talking a little bit of Real Estate Friday. Joining me is Gord Hines from the Real Estate Report on Thursday nights on the same station, 1220 a.m. So we've gone through you know, the show kind of dedicating it to low interest rates. And it, it's because they are. Uh, they've, they're almost at, they're at three-year lows. They're almost at six-year lows, um, which is exciting. Um, you probably can refinance and save some money if you bought a house or financed over the last three years. I mean, that's what it comes down to. That's how low rates have been dropping. And um, you got to be careful, though. There, Gordon, we talked about this last night on the show, that there's going to be a lot of solicitation out there, and you have to be careful. Um, how do you... How do you? What's your... 
when you when you look at your refinance, what do you think is the best way to determine whether or not it makes sense to refinance and and how to weed through you know the, some of the people that are contacting you? Well, you know, I like to think of myself as like like that guy on here at club. You know, he's not just a uh, member or the owner; he's also a consumer. You know, as a consumer, I get the same solicitations most of the public does in the mail, on the phone, you know, email, texting, and it's always good to have a, a benchmark to compare. That's the one thing I always always is important of, and you have to know who you're dealing with. A lot of times is, you know, the internet stuff, it sounds really good up front, very, very inexpensive as compared to a live person or somebody local, but yeah, I, I think in the end, dealing with people local pays dividends. That's one thing I do stress. I try to do it myself. A lot of times is, you know, you, you talk to these people, you know this person from Canada Paint, they have a nice voice, and somewhere down the line in the middle of the transaction, these guys sometimes disappear, fall off the face of the earth. Oh, you had one just yeah. the other day where, where somebody called and said that I'm in the middle of this transaction. What happened? It's been a month, and I still don't have an approval. It's because they were kind of leading them on to think that they could. And, um, it, but it's not just that. And that was a qualifying issue. But when it comes down to uh, a refinance, sometimes it, it doesn't make sense to refinance. There's no benefit. You may be selling your house sooner, or you, you, your cost may be too high, and you don't pay back in a certain period of time. But somewhere down that line, let's say you shop enough, you're going to run it, and it might be the first person you talk to, or it might be the, the last, or somewhere in the middle, someone's going to sell you a loan and, and make it sound like you have the benefit. And they're going to they're going to tell you what you want to hear, and you're going to pull the trigger. And that's why, I just go back to my point, you have to have a benchmark. You have to have something credible to actually compare it to. You know, a lot of times, just like an appraisal, for example, you're going to have a three appraisers go out to a property and bring you in three different values. You know, one guy might come in 100000 another guy come in at 99000 another guy come in 105 When a guy comes in at one forty, or a guy comes in at 80000 they're so far outside the benchmark, something is wrong in the evaluation. It's same thing our business. You're shopping for rates, average rate you call around, you're getting a 3.5% rate at one point cost, and one guy's quoting you 3% at no points, no fees. There's something wrong in that formula. If it's too good to be true, be careful. We had a buyer of last year. Actually, we didn't have the buyer, but we had an email from somebody who bought a home last year, and they got four and a quarter percent interest rate, but they paid some points, one and a half points, and he wants to know if it makes sense to refinance today. He's contacted a loan officer, was it us, and ended up um, getting a quote at a lower interest rate by half a point, but it's going to cost him another point. Now, in, since he paid a point and a half last year, and now he has to pay another point, do you think that's just, can you just you know count that as doing, you know cost of doing business, or do you think that he's just running into up too much cost just to drop his rate a half a point? Well, sometimes when we when we use the wrong comparison, you know, just sometimes when you evaluate something by its cost, I think you lose a benefit. I'm in the business of evaluating things by the benefit, not necessarily the cost. The lowest cost might not be the best deal. Okay, so for him, the lower payment might be exactly what he needs. But that's what, he's, what he might that be paying benefit. for. He might be overpaying for it because over a period of time, if he refinances next year, all the yeah. cost that he paid up front to get that lower rate didn't actually That's the serial out. refinancing. And that's yeah. why it's very important to do planning. It's the biggest investment you have in your life. It's very important to do planning. There are things that are going to cause you to do something you didn't plan to do. You know, there's a family emergency. Something goes wrong where you have to go in and... I've taken people out of rates that are 3.75 and put them into a four and a quarter rate because they needed the money at that point in time. So at that point in time, 3.75 rate that they had.
had was no benefit to them. So a lot of times is you always have to look at the cost, look at the benefit of what that cost is going to deliver, and then you can come to a consensus of what you want to do or what you should do. Yeah, I think it's it's, it's about not being too impulsive and, and looking at the math, looking at that there are variables down the road that can make a difference. Um, be very careful. The zero refinancing is something that the the Fed paid attention to, the Consumer Protection Bureau and, and uh, Dodd-Frank and all that, and they created something called the Benefit to Borrower Rule. And that means that you not only do you have to have a benefit in payment by 6% or more, you also have to pay back your uh, closing costs with that lower payment in less than 48 months so or four years. So there are so you can use that rule to determine whether or not somebody is leading you down the wrong path in a sense. But that's just for that's apples to apples. But if you're changing your term or you're taking some cash out, it kind of negates that whole rule. And, and that's one of the things that, well, maybe you just take a little bit of cash out. You can get around it. So be, be really careful. Cash out. I mean, one of the scenarios we're seeing are people refinancing out of arms and we're seeing people refinance their equity lines because equity line rates are still higher than mortgage rates, even on cash out mortgage rates. So these are some of the scenarios that we're seeing. We, we encourage people to um, manage their mortgage. Look, just look at the opportunities. You don't even have to run your credit in a lot of cases just to find out if it makes sense. We welcome anybody to send us any scenarios. Tony at com or Gordon at com. Of course, that's our website as well. Um, in the meantime, I'm Tony Mendez sitting in for Rob Black. He is out today. You can always go and find more information about Rob Black at robblack.com. Or you can find out more information about us at BayAreaLoanSource.com. Hopefully, I'll be back next Friday uh, live in the studio with Rob. We'll see. I'm, he has a busy schedule. And I appreciate you, Gordon, being with us. Again, you're on the, the Real Estate Report with me on Thursday nights between 6 and 7 on AM 1220 KDW. Any last comments before we leave? Well, listen to our show. Tell us how we're doing. Send us an email. We love the uh, feedback. Appreciate you being with us. Uh, we'll touch base next week. I think Rob will be back on Monday live. And uh, again, the numbers 800-516-1220. Call on Monday. Tell Rob how we did. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.